0: Welcome to another episode of Speaker Success Podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Now, according to Boca.com, who are the world's leading provider of bibliographic information and management solutions, more than 725,000 books were self-published in 2015. Now, perhaps writing a book is something that you've been considering for a while, or maybe you've got an unfinished book that's waiting to be finished and published. Well, today's guest is an expert in this area, and she's here to help you. Joining me on today's show is Christine Closer. Christine is an international speaker on the topics of transformational authorship and transformational leadership. She's an author of 13 books, including the best-selling and award-winning books, Conscious Entrepreneurs, the Freedom Formula, Pebbles in the Pond, and Get Your Book Done. Christine is a master facilitator and training on discovering your core message, writing your transformational book, and making a difference as a leader in the world. Now, she has trained 70,000 writers in more than 125 countries. She teaches her signature Get Your Book Done program online and facilitates transformational writing retreats throughout the year. Now, on today's show, Christine's going to share the four pillars for author success, the 250 most important words that you'll ever write, as well as how to understand your unique writing style so that it's easy to write. So, welcome to the show, Christine. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here with you and everyone. Yes, 70,000 writers. My goodness, that is incredible. I'm sure you've heard people say to you, Christine, I've got a book inside me, but I just can't get it out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I was just <laughs> talking with a client today, well, a new client mm-hmm. um, as of today, who had that same struggle. It is certainly one of the most common things to ever from others. I just don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. You know, I remedy that problem for people and help them get their books done.
0: And of course, when many of our listeners are thinking about speaking to build their business, having a book that you've authored or a number of books really adds to the credibility and supports you in getting those speaking gigs. I'm sure you've had many of those successes yourself and also your clients too, yes?
1: Absolutely. It is a complete and total game changer. Like one of my clients, I was chatting with her recently, she wrote, wrote a book a few years ago And she was like banging down the doors for this one specific media outlet Mm -hmm. to feature her articles. And they wouldn't even give her the time of day. And then as soon as her book was done, they were banging down her door. For her to be a featured, you know, not just a little article, but a feature article in their publication. And that helped Springboard, an amazing career that grew her speaking, you know, bi-coastal. She now runs, you know, her her operation both on the West Coast and the East Coast. And she has served, you know, mm. I think she sold some like 50,000 copies wow. of her book. And she's really made a name for herself yes. because of what she's done as an author. And she, mm-hmm. you know, had struggled for years, I don't know what to do, you know, before our paths crossed.
0: Well. I- I know listeners today want want that, so uh, let's dive in. The four pillars for author success.
1: Yes, Oh my! this is so critical and this is one of the most important things that every author needs to absolutely keep in mind as you're moving forward. Um, I refer to this as the four pillars. Um, I also refer to it sometimes as the transformation quadrant. Mm -hmm. So what I want you to do is if you can grab a piece of paper and just sort of draw a quick little diagram with me, it'll help you understand um, what we're talking about. Basically just make a big plus sign. So you've got four corners. looks like a portion of a tic-tac-toe board. It's a vertical line, horizontal line. line. On the top left of the quadrant, you're going to put the letter S. On the bottom left of the quadrant, you're going to put the letter R, like Robert. Mm -hmm. On the top right quadrant, you're going to put the letter B. And on the B, like boy. And then on the bottom right quadrant... You're going to put the letter W, and if you and I'll explain what these things are in just a moment. But if you think of this little quadrant that you just designed, these four pillars, it's like a table, and you will have a sturdy table that can support weight that you can really build something upon. If you have all four of these pillars, all four of these legs in place. If any one of these legs is missing. Um, you're going to be in trouble as an author. It will not be sustainable. It will not be long-lasting. It will not give you the security and the stability of which you can really build your speaking career and build your presence and build that impact that you want to have in the world. So let's start with the top left um, quadrant there. That S stands for the word self. And when we look at this as these four pillars of, of author success or the transformation quadrant. Is when you take on writing a book, the first thing you need to analyze for yourself and really reflect on and look at is well, what is the transformation for that I want for myself? Because writing a book will indeed, yes, it'll grow your business, it'll help you get more speaking engagements, it'll attract new clients, it'll help you get publicity, you know, like my client Dallas um, that I mentioned earlier, it will help you do all sorts of things. But if you are not really clear for yourself personally how you want to change and who you want to become as a leader, as a messenger, as a speaker, as a presence in the world through the writing of this book, it's kind of written on shaky ground Hmm. because the self part of what you're doing. Your book is like a fifth appendage, you know, it's like you got two arms, two legs. (laughs) Most people do. Some people I know don't. But generally speaking, we have two arms, two legs. And your book is like is like a another arm. It's another it's a part of you, an extension of you. So you've got to be really crystal clear on this S piece. What is the transformation? Who do I want to become through the process? And then when you've looked at that piece of the quadrant, who you want to become, the R in the bottom left of the quadrant stands for reader. So the next thing you look at need to look at in this transformation quadrant is what's the transformation that I want for my reader? What do I want them to experience? You know, if they're like, you should definitely have an idea of who your ideal reader is before you start writing. Definitely write down that little tidbit. Will save you years, um, perhaps decades of struggle in writing Mm -hmm. a book if you know who your ideal reader is. Like, who who do you want to impact? But once you know who you want to impact, then you've got to know how, what, what's going to be different. Are they going to, you know, regain their health? Are they going to have a better relationship with their spouse or with their child or with themselves? Are they going to master or learn a skill that's going to help them improve in their business, in their career, in their work, in the community? Um, Whatever it may be, what's the transformation you want for them? Because every single word you write is going to be geared towards that person. You're not writing your book for a thousand people, a million people. You're actually writing your book for one person who a thousand or a million other people can relate with that one person. It's a very mm-hmm. intimate experience reading a book. Um, as you know, when you sit down and read it, it's just you and the author. There's, you know, There might be a million other people on the planet at that moment in time reading that book. But in the moment you're reading it, it's just you and the author. And that mm-hmm. author, you can feel when you're reading a great book, they know you. They know your struggles. They know your challenges. They understand what you're going through. And they, as the author, are committed to you getting a transformation from that book. I bet if you just you know think of one of your favorite books, a book that really impacted you, like you got it this this author they want me to get this transformation and you could feel it almost jumping off the pages Mm -hmm. well that's the bottom left of this quadrant is that the reader is reading your book because they want a transformation so you've got to be connected to that and you've got to direct your book towards what that transformation is it's kind of like when you're giving a speech i mean you know who you're talking to like there's your audience you want to impact those people in the time you have on that stage. Same with your book, but your book will actually last a lot longer Mm. than your stage presentation because they'll go back, they'll read it, they, they might read it a second, third, fourth time, or at least they'll go back and look at their notes and underlines. They might carry it with them, share it with a friend. So the book, I think, is really just one of the most amazing ways to be able to share um, and create lasting impact with your message. Yes. So does that make sense so far there with the uh, SMR? Two pieces of the quadrant. So top right of the quadrant here, your third pillar is a B, which stands for business. Because sadly, I have met too many people who sit down, don't think about these pillars, don't think about this transformation quadrant, and they write a book, and at the end of it, end up with a book that is not the book that's going to help them fulfill their vision and their Mm -hmm. mission for their business. It's like they wrote the wrong book or maybe they wrote the right book but in the wrong way to actually tie into the business. So the third pillar that's essential for you to take a look at is how do you want this book to integrate and work for the business that you have, the business that you're building, the business that you're expanding. Because a book can be the, single-handedly, like the single-handed tool that can literally change the experience you've had in your business. Mm. Like the first book that I wrote all my own, not an anthology, um, but my own book was The Freedom Formula, which you mentioned earlier at the beginning of the call. Well, yeah. within six months of that book coming out, it was helpful that I got Neil Donald Walsh to write the foreword for me and got some really amazing endorsers. And it was also a really terrific, um, well-written, well-edited, well-designed, well-published book. Mm -hmm. And within six months of writing that book, I used it to get 100 people into a seminar room based on the book. And out of those 100 people, I ended up doing a half million dollars of business in three days in terms of Mm. coaching services. Because when I wrote the book... I knew what I wanted to, I knew how I wanted it to work with my business.
0: Many people don't think of it, do they? The end in mind. What is it that this book is going to support me in achieving? And as you say, they may have an incredibly written book that really impacts a lot of people, but it's not going to lead those people into wanting, as what you've done so beautifully, go, yes, Christine, we want to sign up for that program. Let us know what it is because we want to do that. And that doesn't happen when they're not thinking about this particular section of the quality. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's critical because no author wants to spend the time, the money, the energy into creating a book that doesn't do what they want it to do. Like, I mean, a book can literally be like the key to the engine mm-hmm. of your business that turns it over and has it just, you know, purring like a baby, working like a well oiled machine. So, this third part of the quadrant is critical, the B. So if we move on then to the fourth piece of the quadrant, like the fourth leg that you need in order to have a stable foundation upon which you can build the speaking and writing and, you know, your messenger business, the W in the bottom right quadrant stands for world. And what I find is that the authors who are able to kind of elevate their vision to connect with the transformation that they would want to have, not just for the individual reader, but for the world, like what's their big vision? What's the big impact that they want to have? What's the, you know, what's the shifting that they want to see happen as a result of their work in their lifetime? Because there are certainly books that have had massive impact on our world. And those authors, when they wrote them, they were connected to that bigger vision. Not just what, you know, what's going to happen for them and their transformation or the reader's transformation, the business transformation, but how is this going to impact humanity? How could this help make a difference? How could this help tip the scales of the, you know, collective uh, consciousness to be more loving and bring more good and more light and more healing into the world, Mm. Um, more hope, more possibility, more love, in the world. So, no matter what topic you're writing about, it's essential to truly connect with what's that bigger picture? Like, what's your part in the divine puzzle of the universe mm. that you were uniquely designed for? No one, there might be a million books already written on the topic that you want to write about, but no one has written your book until you write it.
0: Yeah. That's so key. And I think what what else that does is the S, the self, and looking at the world, it connects to our heart and soul and our mission and our purpose. And as you were Absolutely. explaining that, and I was thinking about an idea that I have formulating in my head, immediately it was like butterflies in the tummy and kind of thinking, yes. And I would imagine that when people get really clear, it almost drives them forward. It really pulls them forward because you're just so clear on those aspects and the impact you do want to make, obviously for yourself and in your business, but more importantly, the legacy you want to leave for the world.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. And it keeps you going because, I mean, writing a book, some days it's just hard. <laughs> mm hmm. You know, some days you don't just jump out of bed like, oh, I wrote, you know, can I write 5,000 words by the end of the day today? (laughs) It doesn't always happen that way. Sometimes you'll hit a barrier. You'll you'll begin to doubt. You'll, you know, you'll be like, oh my gosh, what am I supposed to do? Where do I start? What should I work on today? You know, am I, do I really know what I'm talking about? Who am I to write a book? You know, Mm. all these things that, what is my family going to think? What, you know, what if I don't know what I'm talking about? All these sorts of things. And when those pop in. I mean, they're not the truth, right? The truth is that deeper part underneath that knows, but yet these, you know, experiences pop in along the journey. Mm-hmm. And if you can connect with this fourth piece of the quadrant, you know, the, the, the larger impact you want to have, um, it helps the more human parts of ourself that get mm-hmm. scared and just want to stay safe and, you know, maybe not go out there and risk vulnerability, exposure, um, success, right? Some people have a fear of success, even though that's what they want. Um, that, that fourth quadrant of the connection with the larger impact can really carry you forward on the days where you're really doubting, um, and you forgot that you really are designed. Um, to do this
0: Mm. this is incredible quadrant one thing that i just had as a a a query you you started with the self then the reader then the business and then the world should we be uh, completing it in that order does one support the 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 development and getting that the thoughts process flowing uh if you follow that sequence or doesn't really matter
1: um you know what i typically teach in that sequence Mm -hmm. self reader business world but I have had some clients who are like, well, once I got my vision, like the world vision, yeah. they kind of it kind of worked backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always teach it, S-R-B-W, but it doesn't mean you have to do it that way. It's just what most of my clients have done and how I developed the quadrant um, was sort of in that order. But if you're feeling really called, like, you know, gosh, I'm so clear on the business vision, mm-hmm. I want to, you know, really <laughs> – you know identify that transformation and then sort of unpack the other pieces from there that's fine Perfect. the important thing is just that you don't miss a quadrant because mm-hmm. if you miss one I mean if you've got a square table with three legs it it cannot stay up no it just can't exactly um, maybe it'll balance maybe it'll wobble for a few seconds before it tips over but you're not building anything on that no. so just don't you know don't dismiss any of them
0: Mm.
1: especially if one of them feels like oh you know I'm not going to deal with that one like that's probably the one you need to look at the most exactly
0: that's a great indication that that's the one that you really want to spend some some time on so Christine so then we've got those four incredible pillars and as you said they're all very important make sure we spend time and complete those and get really clear then it's the 250 most important words that we'll
1: ever write what are they? Oh, my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Now, if you're writing fiction, chances are if you're here, you know, you're a speaker, you're listening to this because you want to share your message, you're probably not writing fiction. So Mm -hmm. this is for everyone but fiction writers because it is different for you guys, but nonfiction writers who are sharing your message, the 250 most important words that you're going to write are the words on the back cover of your book think about how you peruse whether it's amazon and you're looking like if you're not for sure that you want to buy that book what's the first thing you do you read the description what's Mm -hmm. this book about what's in it and you're always listening through your own radio station which is what's in it for me so it's those words it's that copy on the back cover that is going to help your reader identify oh this author is talking to me oh this author understands my problems, my challenge, what I'm, up, you know, what I'm up against, what I'm working through. Oh, wow, this author has solutions in the form of this, that, and the other thing. And that's what gets someone to typically to the point of picking up your book and buying it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go to the bookstore, if you're looking in the bookstore, a front cover might grab your attention. But what do you do? Flip yeah, it over and read the back. Mm-hmm. You do, yes. It's the advertisement for your book. Now, here's the deal with these 250 most important words is that you will want to write them before you start writing your book. The reason for that is because the more, I think it was Benjamin Franklin who said, you know, if I had more time, I would have written a shorter letter. Right, Mm -hmm. It is a craft and it is a skill and it is a necessary exercise for every author to be able to succinctly and powerfully communicate their message to their potential book buyers, their potential readers. Mm -hmm. And if you cannot distill down the core essence of your message into those words that would fit, you know, a couple hundred words that would fit on the back cover – in my opinion, in my experience, you are not yet clear enough to begin writing mm-hmm. and you could be wasting a lot of time, a lot of energy um, sort of floating around in circles Yes, and without a North Star. So that back cover copy acts like your North Star. Here's who it's for. Here's what it's about. Here's what I'm going to deliver to them. I mean, right down to some, you know, a few paragraphs, a headline, some bullet points, And then you write the book to deliver on the promise that that back cover says you're going to give your readers.
0: Makes makes so much
1: sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a tremendously powerful exercise. It is. And as you say,
0: once we get really clear and it's beautifully written and, you know, we may have a few people in our close circle uh, who we've shared it with and if they really, maybe some of them are our ideal readers as well, being given feedback is absolutely invaluable that, as you say, we know that we're we're certainly speaking to them, then that pulls us forward. That really, as you said, is, is the North Star that continues to allow us to, to write the content that fulfills the promise that we've put on the back of the book on the cover to say this is what how the book is going to help you so yeah powerful powerful stuff so all right then we've written those 250 most incredible words um, that's going to connect and compel our ideal readers well then we need to actually Take a step back and start writing the content. What are some insights you'd like to share with us today around really understanding what our unique writing style is to really support us in, in making it more easy for us to write?
1: Yes, finding ease and grace and joy in the writing process is something that everyone really <laughs> um, I believe is essential to do in order for them to deliver um, the best possible book they can. Mm. So I, you know, I help my clients discover what their natural writing style is, because there are some people who love writing every day. Like they wake up, you know, they might have their morning coffee, but. The, Early in the morning, they are writing before life begins, before they get into phone calls and clients and you know, whatever else might be going on. They take time every single day, some of them on the weekends as well, to write, whether it's 30 minutes or an hour, it's a daily, daily discipline. And that works for some people. So that if your natural writing style, like if you are a creature of habit and you know that, okay, 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock in the morning is going to be my writing time, Mm -hmm. then it would serve you tremendously to understand that and to know that about yourself and not try to force yourself to sit down and write for an entire day because it goes against your natural way of doing things. Mm So um, other clients, and this is a very Popular, it's probably my favorite um, way to write, what, what fits with my natural style is what I call chunk writing. And the chunk writer is someone who doesn't write every day. They may only write a day or two days a week. It's not a daily discipline for them. But when they write, they're writing in a chunk. So it's like a two or three hour chunk of time, dedicated, distraction-free, focused time to write. And for those people, if they are looking at the daily writers and beating themselves up that, they, <laughs> that they're that they not writing every day, they're expending energy that they could be using to just write in their natural style of a couple of chunk writing sessions a week, Um But instead, they're wasting energy like, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not writing every day. Well, you're not supposed to be. If you're a chunk writer, don't try to, you know, don't try to fit a round peg into a square hole. If You're a chunk writer, write in chunks. Don't Mm -hmm. write every day. And then there are, so that's your first two sort of styles. You might already be noticing that you are, oh, yeah, more a daily writer, more a chunk writer. Or you might be going to yourself, well, I'm not really either one of those. Like, I I might not write for weeks, but you might be what's called a day writer, which means that, yeah, you might not write for weeks, but then you're going to dedicate an entire day or two days, maybe even three days to just write. So you go into sort of your distraction-free lockdown mode, same amount of time as a daily writer or a chunk writer would pit in over the course of a month. Mm-hmm. but you're just doing it at a couple of full days because that's what works for you. And again, if you're a day writer and you're going to go from 9 to 6 and do a full day of writing with breaks of course, and nourishment and water and standing up so you're not sitting at your computer for that long of a stretch. Um but you get what I'm saying. If you're a day writer and you're beating yourself up because you're not writing daily or you're not doing a couple of chunk writing sessions every, you know, every week. Yes. Um you're beating yourself up Whereas if you just accept that your natural writing style is to be a day writer, you could go 28 days of the month guilt free for not writing Mm -hmm. because you know in those two days in that month you're going to get a ton of writing done. So once you discover if you're a daily, a chunk or a day writer, um, it will just help you be more at peace with your natural style to understand there's no right way to do it other than the way that is right for you mm-hmm. and what I find with my clients, generally speaking, is that when that happens, like all of that pressure of how it's supposed to be and what it should look like just alleviates, it simply alleviates mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it, it just makes writing so much easier oh. when you're not fighting your natural way of being. That's right and
0: I think as people were listening to you describe, they will instantly see that they resonate with one or more. In fact it was interesting, I was following someone on Instagram and she had a very um, you know, tight deadline with a book publisher and she would often say, okay I've, I've, I've mapped it down, that's so many words, I've got so many months which means I need to write uh, at least that many words a day so if i miss a day i know that i need to you know do double the next day or what have you and i remember thinking oh it feel, that feels for me almost too you know structured and and so for me I prefer to have more of a flow as you say it's something that we start to recognize what allows us to start the words flowing, and once the process starts often then and we've got the right environment of course then the words do start to flow and then we just allow ourselves to 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 just go with that and and it builds momentum from there doesn't it
1: yeah you definitely hit you know what I call the zone the flow Mm. where you know, you end up writing something and you go back and read it and you can't even believe that you wrote it. Like it just, like, it what? came from another <laughs> place, uh, uh, you know, like a deeper, higher part of yourself and you're in awe of what's on the page. Yeah. But it takes work, mm-hmm. it takes some discipline, it takes commitment, it takes focus and dedication to get to that point where you're just writing in the zone and you're in awe of what is actually coming out on the page. And that's where I love to see all my clients get. You know, some get there pretty fast, some, you know, it just takes a little bit longer. But boy, when they hit that zone, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, uh, it's like breaking through the You know gravitational pull of the earth like you just fly
0: (laughs) yes so christine we've just heard so much um, brilliant information and i'm sure many of us who maybe haven't written a book yet or maybe have that book inside our head we've now got some structure i know that um, you know thinking about the, the four pillars the w the impact that we can have on the world through sharing our message you know our ideal client is there waiting for us to write the book so that she or he can then be inspired and empowered to make that transformational change If someone would like to reach out and find out more about the work that you do and how you can support them, what's the best way to do that? And I'm sure you've got some um, great resources that people can start off with to follow this process.
1: Well, yes, if you go um, to Free Gift from Christine, Again, it's free gift from Christine, spelled C H R I S T I N E dot com. Um, there's an aspiring author action guide that I have there. That's called How to Finally Write and Finish Your Transformational Book, even if you think you don't have the time to write. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's just a free resource, um, instant download that you can go get. That I think will help you get started um, in discovering and understanding natural writing style and. Um, doing a little bit of more work with these four pillars that we discussed today, so that'll be a great um, recap and next step for what we've covered today. And then um, my main website is ChristianCloser.com, although it's going through a major overhaul. So if you have any specific questions, if you want to, you know, get on the phone and perhaps chat with me about your project and, you know, what programs and services that we might have available to so- support you, um, then you can just send an email to CK, that's uh, CK, my initials, at christinecloser.com. So CK at com. Just, uh, you know, in the subject line say, oh, I, you know, heard you on the podcast, the mm-hmm. speaking podcast and... Um, you know that you want to chat and that you have questions about how I might be able to serve you because we you know we have I do private mentoring I have group programs I do you know virtual writing retreats I do live writing retreats we have our own publishing company that we um, serve our clients in the publishing process there's a lot that we offer so one good step to get started is the free gift from christine.com but then if you're interested in finding out more and if you know you need support to write your book, as most people do, um, just email ck at com, and we'll see what we can do to get a time set up for us to have a quick chat and I can learn more about your book and we can see what we can do to support you. Terrific. Thank you so much, Christine, and thanks for sharing your insights on today's show. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you. Bye, everyone. You've
0: been listening to Speaker Success Podcast, brought to you by Women's Speakers Association. If you're ready to share your message in a bigger way so you can build a thriving business, get your free speaker success plan at speakersuccessgift.com.
1: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.